Hello, 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 and welcome to the Drag Race Recap here on Reality TV Wrap-Ups. I'm your host, Liana Boris, and we are here to talk about episode three of Drag Race All-Stars Season 7, All Mother Tucking Winners. Now, unfortunately, Aman had a schedule change at work, so unfortunately, he couldn't be with us today, but... Beth is here to help hold down the fort and go through what eight times three, 24 looks. <laughs> it's a lot. You did that math much faster than me. So, yeah. <laughs> like Trinity, there was math involved. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have more faith in you as a scientist to be able to get basic arithmetic, though. So, I'm the Trinity. <laughs> honestly, I don't know about that. I have a little calculator that sits on my bench that I'm like, Five times three. Okay, got it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should probably just continue to do uh, timetables in my 30s now. So I could be like, what? I, do you do the finger trick when it comes to nines? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah. And we're oh, on the yeah. same level. We're good. <laughs> like, okay. One, two, three. Ah, 60. <laughs> okay. Got it. Nailed it. <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. All right. So, Beth, what did you think of this episode? Big picture. We got our first ball of the season. And like we talked about, a gajillion looks. Yeah. I I loved this concept for the ball. It was really different. It's not something that I ever thought would like I would never have thought of it. I'm really enjoying some of the ingenuity with some of the balls over the past couple of seasons. And mm-hmm. I really think that this is uh, one that I'm happy they say for all winners. There was, I had so much fun with the first two categories, especially too. And just the construction looks, I thought that they were all great. This season continues to be the season that gives. And I'm, I'm not going to say it, so I won't, but I will say that um, until this season, my season all-time favorite was All-Stars 2. I wonder if this will be unsat. Unseated? Unsatted. Unsatted. (laughs) Unsatined. No, make it like a ball thing. Seated, I think is actually correct, but I prefer, yeah, unsatined. Anyway, yeah, look, when they first said realness of fortune ball, I, it, like, Took me a second. I'm not going to lie. Right. So it's all the whole thing is based on the wheel of fortune, which is why before and after makes sense. Because Mm -hmm. at first I was like, oh, that's super clever. I love the idea of combining two different things together. And it like took a second, even though the mini challenge was literally before and after. And (laughs) it like I felt incredibly stupid. But once you kind of put it all together and you kind of get past that, like initial abstraction of like, oh, it's not. Okay, the red, white, and blue ball. Red, white, right. blue. Like, immediately obvious. Right. This was something that took a little bit more thinking, Liana. You know, <laughs> just process a little bit more. But once I got it, I thought it was absolutely amazing. The fact that they actually got Vanna White for the Vanna White category was so cool. And every single queen's reaction to seeing her when they first came out on stage was priceless. It was my favorite <sighs> thing liana (laughs) i loved it so much everybody also reacted in the way that i expected they would react so it was just so genuine i loved it (laughs) raja's was one of my favorites i mean hers was just like oh f like i can't believe that this is happening right now and just to add that little you know bit to it i think really just sent it home and to like i mentioned the mini challenge was the before and after Mm -hmm. so to tie that in and to have it be van a white party which only right. hit me later it's like oh my gosh it's so well crafted and so you know, drag race is so stupid and silly and sometimes they have things that are just incredibly dumb but this felt actually really smart 
This really did. And I also like the way that they had to choose their theme was with the actual, well, not the actual, it wasn't mm-hmm. like the, could you imagine if they had gotten the actual wheel of fortune wheel? That thing's <laughs> that, huge. That is huge. <laughs> But the the fact they had a wheel that there was some money on it mm-hmm. that they could win, you could go bankrupt. And then it took me a second to be like, why are they doing it based on these locations if it's just color themed? And then I remembered like Wheel of Fortune is very big about locations and like mm-hmm. like whether they're doing a show from a specific location or if they're giving away vacations and that kind of thing. So I was just like, oh, this was so cool. I, I loved the whole concept. Um, and I thought that Vanna White as a category made a lot of sense. Like I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? She has been, as Trinity said, she's the only pageant girl on television. I mean, that's, that's actually a really good category. I loved it. And when Jada said she's the first white woman to, to be in my house, <laughs> you know, we would watch her and Raja's story about her grandmother. It, it just like, it felt like so many people had emotional connections and that was also just a really cool element. Yeah. I don't know if that's something that they could have predicted, but to have that def- be a part of it definitely, I think helped as well with yeah. the, the ball uh, as a whole. Did you feel like the Vivian was maybe at a disadvantage for America's game here? Yeah, you know what? I didn't even think of that until now. Did they air Wheel of Fortune in the UK? I don't I know. I have no idea. But I did know. she know who Vanna White is? Apparently I don't know. Apparently she did because she came out and she went, oh, but she didn't have as big of a response as most people did. Mm-hmm. I assume that she did a research. Like, I can't imagine they said Vanna White and like, you didn't know who, right? Right. So I have to imagine that she looked her up at the very least, but I don't know if she would have had the connection if the Wheel of Fortune, I'm sure the, I'm sure Wheel of Fortune is known, but I don't know if it's actually like watched because my host family certainly didn't watch it when I lived in London for a few months, but. Uh, Does Wheel of Fortune air in the UK? (laughs) (laughs) Just a Um, quick, simple Google search. Okay. So they have a British version. Oh, okay. And it's presented by Nikki Campbell. Oh, okay. Is the, so created by, wait, Nikki Campbell, Bradley Walsh. So, okay. So it's, it went off the air though in 2001. So it only aired for like a few years. So it's not still running as far as I can tell, according to the internet. <laughs> can I tell you, can I tell you something though? I have had this, like, this is obviously not a true thing, but I like to have this like, fake conspiracy theory in my head whenever I do watch Wheel of Fortune. Okay. Pat Sajak is clearly the most miserable person on television. Like he Mm. literally hates his job and you can Mm -hmm. tell. And I like to think that Wheel of Fortune, he and Vanna like witnessed a horrific murder or or something like that. And like, this is like their level of hell in order to like, like they have to be together and they have to do this. Like, it's so stupid. My friends and I were talking about it one night when we were like really drunk and high. (laughs) (laughs) That's like why they're obligated to be together. Why they're obligated to be together. It's like, like Vanna clearly like is so much better of like a, Mm. like a, like a hostess and all that stuff. But Pat Sajak is so miserable. Anytime he's like, no, that's not right. Okay, moving on to the next person. Wow, you really messed that up. And like, he has no energy for it. Mm. And like the one week that he was out in Vanna, like filled in her shoes, she got panned for it. Mm. And I'm just like, you know what? This is their level of hell. I think that this is what it is, is that this game has gone on so long that they have to stay in this because of something in order to like 
they can't move on. Like, I think that that's, there's like a weird theory there. It's not actually mm. a theory. That's mm. just what my friends and I thought would be. I wonder if it's a, I wonder if it's a, a money trade-off thing of yeah. like you work. So, you know, you don't have to work that much because don't they film a bunch in one day or I know yeah. that Jeopardy does that. So I, I yeah. imagine Wheel of Fortune does the same thing. So you, you like imagine. work two days a week and get paid like a gajillion dollars. You know, honestly, that's the tea. I would do that. Same. Even if I didn't like it, if I only had to work like two days a week, come on. That would be amazing. <laughs> That'd be great. I'm here yeah. for it. <laughs> All right. Well, unfortunately, the conspiracy theory was not represented here, Beth. <laughs> Otherwise, we could talk much like, more about it. <laughs> <laughs> the Pat Sajak runway where they're all just like miserable and like hating on contestants. Oh my gosh. Um, the other thing about the wheel was that the fact, so Evie like spins, gets the money, but then goes bankrupt. And the Vivian ends up getting the $1,500, which I was like, that's more money than she won on her season, (laughs) (laughs) which was hilarious. I almost kind of felt like I was like, yes, please give her the money. Yes. (laughs) yes. She deserves it. You know? That's not, you know what, Liana? She had the opportunity to like record of a, a Wow Presents TV show thing. <laughs> yeah, what was like, it? I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but let's be honest. She she came to Hollywood. That's yeah. that's worth a hundred thousand dollars, right? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> she got to be stuck in traffic. Good for her. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, let's talk about all of the looks. We have a ton to get through. And then we absolutely are going to touch on the strategy from this episode, because as a Survivor Big Brother nerd, my spidey senses were tingling. I was so excited. But I want to make sure that we talk about the meat and potatoes of this episode first. Sure. So, okay. So main challenge, realness of fortune ball. So for those of you who are watching the video version, I do have the looks in poor quality pulled up <laughs> so we can go through each of the categories. So we're going to start with the Vanna White realness before we get into before and after and then the glamour category, which was last. So Vanna White realness. Now, Beth, you mentioned in the pre-show that you have actually ranked <laughs> yes, I all have. of the looks, I assume by category, like one through eight in each category. Yeah, I did. Okay, fabulous. Let's go through those rankings. Okay. So one note that I have before I even go into the rankings Mm -hmm. that I think is interesting is that I think the people who didn't do as strongly in the first or the last category did the Mm -hmm. best in the middle category. So that's what I think is really interesting. Um, For me, when we're looking at these looks and we'll, I'll talk about the first four up here. We have Jinx um, and we have uh, Shay, Monet and Jada. I, I love the concept that Monet went for. But I never would have gotten Vanna White out of that. Mm-hmm. So also, I understand the high slit being like really high. Like I thought that was a cool concept, but it was really distracting when she was sideways that I could just absolutely see her panties or I could see like underneath it wasn't fit correctly around like her hip bones and her waist in order for it to still be covered. Um which if that's not what she was going for, that fine, that it still works. But I just didn't, it looked like it didn't fit correctly. So Monet was actually my second to least favorite mm. um, for the Vanna White. Um, and Shay was just above it just because, again, I didn't get Vanna out of mm-hmm. it. But don't get me wrong. She looks beautiful. Um, I do love this look on her. I just never would have thought of it as a Vanna. Jada was my number two. I thought that, okay, that's Vanna White. I totally get it with the hair coming on out. I definitely would have understood the assignment there. And Jinx was kind of just like in the middle for me. I put her as like number four or five. 
mm-hmm. um, because I liked that it was interesting that Vanna was literally wearing black on the show. Because if she hadn't been, I would have been like, okay, Jinx. Mm-hmm. But then because Vanna was wearing black, I was like, okay, Jinx, I can see it now. Yeah, yeah. well i think jinx the issue with jinxes was the sleeve the the drapey sleeve bit like i i would imagine that would get in the way when you're tapping or flipping the letters you know what i mean so vanna might not wear something like that plus i can't remember her ever wearing something that has that amount of fabric right that's just that's not a Vanna look. And I think uh, one thing that's true for all these looks is that they do all look stunning. So that's what yeah. I was using as the differentiating factor was, do I get Vanna white or not? And to me, of this group, Jada, number one with a bullet. A hundred percent. I felt like Jada, I only felt like two people really, or three people gave me Vanna. Mm-hmm. And then the rest were giving me beautiful gowns in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think that if... Monet's hadn't been so hot. Like, here's the thing. I think that Monet and Jinx in particular were doing their drag take on it, which I'm not mad about. But again, it calls into question, would Vanna have worn the sleeves? Would Vanna have had the high slit? I think that you can kind of go one way or another. Monet would have. So Monet's twist on Vanna is to have the high slit. Jinx's twist on Vanna is to have the sleeves because she's wears that kind of old Hollywood robe style mm-hmm. half tan dress moment. So I, I think that nobody looks horrible. <laughs> but well, I, I think that's something to think about though, is that well, if you're if you want to give them more liberty that it's not supposed to be exact replica. Right. But then I don't know how to differentiate because like I said, I think they're all gorgeous. Like Shay is stunning. Absolutely stunning. So like what am I supposed to say negative about that look? Uh, nothing. It's gorgeous. <laughs> I love the cream color. I'm happy that it was ended up being that pale pink and not white because unfor- I mean, it's obviously not planned. She gets white, like she gets stuck with white at the end. Right. But at least she had, uh, was able to have a little bit more variation because it was yeah, that um very light pink color. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I uh, I don't know. And Shay is also not wearing a blonde wig or anything like that. So it just, which if you're not going to wear a dress that is something Vanna would wear and you're also not going for the blonde, I just get Shay wearing an absolutely gorgeous dress. Like Mm -hmm. that's what I get. I also have to say, I do think part of this is really difficult because Vanna kind of just wears bejeweled gowns. Yes. It's not like she has a true like you can look at it and know like oh it's that designer or it's that specific celebrity it's kind of like vanna herself is just a beautiful woman wearing a petite woman wearing a gown i think blonde hair and i think like the like you said some type of sequin or like bejeweled gown like that that's what i think of same With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Uh, okay, well, then I'm curious to know, because that means that this next group must contain your top and bottom uh-huh. look. So I'm I would curious. love for you to guess. Who do you think is my top and my bottom? <laughs> Can I start with the bottom? Yes, please. And is it Evie? A hundred percent. 
Okay, so this is like the definition of, again, your take on somebody. Correct. So she's got the sequins, okay? I'll give mm-hmm. her that. And that's about <laughs> where it ends. <laughs> like, this, but that's the thing. She has the sequins on half of the dress. <laughs> it's not even all the way through. Okay, I'll give her half that then. <laughs> I don't get me. So here's the thing. I think that between last week where we were and on our our Instagram live, live, which yeah. if you haven't checked out um, the RHAP Grams account on Instagram, please go ahead and do so. Um, also, I believe that Hannah announced that we had like 10,000 followers on that account this week, yep. which is fantastic. Thank you all for the follows. But go check that out. But I, I kind of feel bad because it makes it makes us sound like we don't think Evie has the potential sometimes in this competition compared to some of the other winners, right? Mm-hmm. It's not that we don't think Evie's doing super well. And it's not that this is a horrible look. I just would never look at this and know that what she was trying to do for Vanna White. But what I love so fiercely about Evie Oddly is that she just says, I'm going to do me. And if you don't like it, I don't really care. And that there's nothing more punk and more drag than that. So that's what mm-hmm. I love the most about Evie um, in, in this competition. But uh, I, I, mm, I didn't even like this wig with this dress, to be perfectly honest. Like from a styling perspective, with that, I don't know. I can't, I, like genuinely, I can't really explain any of the choices. I know yeah. she gave her voiceover of, I never wear, you know, wigs this big and this is my take on Vanna. And I do get the sort of glamour showgirl sure. sort of thing of it all. But it just, yeah, if you had showed me this picture and you had said who is this an impression of or who is this supposed to resemble i would never guess vanna white in a million years so that's like kind of the biggest thing about it um Mm -hmm. like i said all of these looks really are stunning i don't think that this particular picture does the look justice but it's just felt so out of place and the hair was very thirsty that was the other thing the the (laughs) hair is thirsty but it also like i don't know Excuse me, there's a part of me that loves this color wig with like the middle part of the dress. But there's also a part that really hates it with the dress too. And I'm like, I like have this internal conflict where I, I, I'm not indifferent. So clearly I feel passionately about it right. in some way. I just am confusioned of what is my feeling. Um, but yeah, so she's clearly the bottom. Who do you think my top was for Vanna? Oh man, I. I don't know. I mean, Raja obviously, I think, did like, I I mean, clearly hers was uh, not current Vanna White, but I felt like she, I felt like she really nailed it. So I don't know. That's who I would pick. Was it her? Was it Trinity? It was Trinity. Trinity. I felt like Trinity's was more timeless for the kind of gown that she would wear throughout all the ages. But Mm -hmm. Raja was my close number three. Okay. Um, Yeah. And the only reason why Raja is number three, to be perfectly frank, is because I don't like the fit of the gown on where her sleeve is. Mm. It's like too baggy in like the armpit area. And it looks like her top portion isn't cinched enough to give Mm -hmm. the Vanna feel. It looks a little boxy, Mm -hmm. Um, which part of that 
is the 80s fashion. So I'm, I understand that, but there's also like, it doesn't come across as like an 80s shoulder moment. It comes across as, and this needed to be taken in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the only reason why I chose number three. I also don't like those shoes with the dress for Raja. I don't like just the black open toed shoe with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, versus I feel like Trinity's kind of in her element playing the pageant queen. This was absolutely stunning on her. She could have worn this as like a winner's runway or something. And it would have been absolutely fine. Like she could have worn this with a crown in the first runway and it would have been fine. So I just, and I get Vanna from it. So they were, Trinity was one. um, Jada was two. Raja was three. They were my top three. Vivian, I put as five because I didn't get Vanna from the hair, from the dress. I don't know why, but I was like, oh, she's doing the British version of Vanna White. That's what What? I got, too. Like, I was like, why do I think that? Is it just because she's British? Like, what is quintessentially British about the hair and the look? I don't know. Is it the crushed velvet? Is it like the cut, like the higher neckline? I don't I genuinely don't know. But that was like my gut. If she was wearing a fascinator, she's going to a royal wedding in this look. That's what it, <laughs> except for the slits a little high for a royal wedding. But like, that's what I get out of this. Yeah. Is like, this is a royal member going out into a public event or something. It's the velvet and the hair. Um, all she needed was like a big fancy fascinator, like what Princess Beatrice or something like that would wear. And then boom, she's good to go. But yeah, I, it's so funny. There is something kind of quintessential. British about what she's wearing mm-hmm. and and for two people who are not fashion uh, literate I will say mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe maybe there's someone out there who could explain it to us in like the YouTube <laughs> comments or something um, but yeah, I mean like, she looks stunning but yeah why do I it. think she looks like Kate Middleton can someone explain yeah. I don't know where it's coming from like a but blonde like, Kate Middleton yeah like a blonde it's maybe it's like the waves in the hair I don't know I genuinely don't know but yeah I mean again mm-hmm. she looks stunning but I I agree with you I didn't get Vanna White and I do I do now think about the fact I mean the fact that she's obviously not American and maybe didn't watch that how that might have hampered her but you could still google mm-hmm. I don't know maybe she wore crushed velvet once and that was the inspiration but overall, Trinity, oh my God, she just looks stunning. Mm-hmm. And like, we've talked about this before, how Trinity has some opinions that are maybe mm-hmm. not my favorite. Yep. But God damn it, she's so good. She's so good. And I want to root against so her. Good. <laughs> I just I, Liana, I'm with you. And to be uh, perfectly frank too, um, she's made comments in the past. We we know that we're we're yeah. not always the biggest fans of some of the comments that she's made. But I also trust that many of the comments that she's made that have been a little bit more potentially microaggression, racism, that kind of thing. And the, um, the queens that continue to vouch for her and yeah. say, no, she's a true queen. She's a true sister. She works hard. She, you know, she's growing all this. I tr- tend to trust them. They know her best. And oftentimes mm-hmm. they are queens of color who right. I'm not going to say that's invalid as a white woman. So yeah. I, I have to say this season is really turning me around in my opinion of, of Trinity. Um, I've always felt like she was such an incredible competitor. I've definitely felt that in season nine. I felt that in all stars four um, this season, I am seeing such a fun side of her 
in the workroom that I haven't seen before. And the mm-hmm. other queens, like in Untucked this week, they're talking about, remember uh, Shay saying we were on tour and we saw all these like really cheap um, uh, American flag dresses. And so we bought all of them and she pulled out a sewing machine out of her bunk and just started fixing all of them so that we could just have matching ones for like the meet and greet. And it was amazing. And she was so sweet. And she like, really singing her praises Mm -hmm. and you know what i tend to believe the people who have experiences with her and can speak to her character on and off the show in addition to her talent so Mm -hmm. i'm just gonna put that out there yeah no definitely and i mean clearly like all the queens seem to have a great relationship with her so far what we've seen so Mm -hmm. that that uh i think speaks volumes definitely Okay, let's talk about the next set of looks. So this is the before and after look. So the four queens that we have pulled up right now are, again, Jinx, Shay, Monet, and um, Jada. uh, Jada. And their categories or their descriptions, their before and after, whatever happened to baby Jane Fonda, the gold tooth fairy, (laughs) Bob the drag queen Elizabeth, (laughs) and bag lady in red. When I tell you, I'm so happy we got limited to no information about this category before they came out. (laughs) This is one of my favorite categories to ever happen to the point where I literally want this on every all-star season from here on out. I want them to like in the same way, like I would love to see all-star seasons have um, the redemption um, runway Mm -hmm. every season. This is one I would like to see come back. This is so much fun because you could do anything. You could come up with any concept. This, So this is where I felt like the people who I thought did a little weaker were some of the best ones. Um, in this group, I had Jinx as my number two. I would never have expected this from Jinx, but it also fits with her aesthetic. The concept, the moment she turned around, I hadn't <laughs> finished reading the title. I immediately got Jane Fonda and Barbarella and this like what happened to baby Jane I was like oh my god this is amazing I loved it so much um I think because of the concept it was so stupid that I couldn't help but enjoy it mm-hmm. I love Monet's look as as Bob the drag queen Elizabeth because it's a recapturing of one of Bob's more iconic looks from season 8 with the paint splatter the mm-hmm. neon runway but just tailored to that royal family vibe. And we all know Queen Elizabeth loves yellow. So this uh-huh. was perfect. Like, it's not like she just chose a dress. She chose like Queen Elizabeth's favorite color. It just happened to work with Bob the Drag Queen. She has that stupid purse and doing the the purse first. The little bit of the peeking of the paint coming out underneath that hat. Like every I just died. I, it was so funny to me. I thought Jada, so Bob was or the Bob the Drag Queen Elizabeth was my number three. In um, Jada's look was number four, but I have to say the comment here, Liana. Mm. Michelle says, who would have ever thought to put bags on a skirt? <laughs> the Candy Muse erasure <laughs> is so big. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. I, um, I thought you- we were going to go for a different bag look that we have seen <laughs> previously in one particular construction challenge. The thought to put... <laughs> 
bags. Um, oh my God. Yeah, no, it was so funny. <laughs> and also like, Oh, who would have thought of that? Like, but I, th- I did, Others. I did love this because Jada clearly thought about a garment first and then thought about how could you make this a relatively like, oh, okay, if I make it bags, if I make it quilted, then mm-hmm. it fits, it's all red. So lady in red bag or what was it? Sorry. No bag lady in red. Yeah. Bag uh, lady in red. <laughs> red lady bag, lady red bags, bags, red ladies. Yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, so that was my number four. I know that they really appreciated Shays and it, I don't, hate it Mm -hmm. i the gold tooth portion maybe i'm just not understanding that reference because like i only got like the one gold tooth is gold tooth does that does that phrase mean something more than just having a gold tooth i don't know we're pretty white so i don't know i know like (laughs) (laughs) hi i'm i'm a basic white girl so i if I'm, I might be missing something. Well, in, she was talking about like being a re, like the repo man, essentially, but for yeah. the tooth fairy. So, um, coming to claim, claim your, uh, your gold teeth, I guess. Yeah. I just, I just felt like for, there's a couple of different things. We're going to get to this with Raja too, where it was like one theme clearly outweighed the other, where I would like to see it. I want to see almost an, a more even blend of two different things. I got tooth fairy, but like the gold this, tooth, but a cold, a gold, a gold tooth, tooth fairy. fairy. Right. I think, I think she does the blend. I think just compared to the other looks that we're seeing up there, it's not as far of a leap, right? Because right. essentially okay. all it's like yeah. the green tooth fairy, the purple tooth, you know, the gold yeah, tooth fairy. Yeah. Like it's it, all it is is just the tooth fairy in that color. And I think she executes it well. But I think compared yeah. to freaking what happened to baby Jane Fonda, I mean, mm-hmm. that's like two crazy different looks. Or even the, you know, Bob the drag queen Elizabeth look. I also think like if you look at Bag Lady in red, that's also another color with but to me, I see two equally executed concepts, which is mm-hmm. bag lady being very, very literal in this sense. And then red. Okay, cool. Maybe, maybe I'm just being way too picky. I just, I have, I know I was picky on Shay last week for the bodysuit and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't want it to come across like I, I don't think that she's done a great job. I just think that other people were a little stronger. If this was like, I'm not mad at it. This was a really cool concept. I just don't know if it gave me as much of like the blending of two things like other. I think it's because the lady in red is like a thing. Yeah. So the, 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 okay. So, oh my God, I'm about to like get into parts of speech and I'm totally going to screw it up. (gasps) So the gold is the adjective that describes the tooth fairy. It's the gold tooth fairy. So gold is just a color, right? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. but the bag lady, like in red, so it's the bag lady in red, right? Mm-hmm. The bag describes the lady in red. So the lady in red is a thing. The adjective is the bag. <laughs> so like to add a bag versus to add a color is like different. I don't That's know. It's different. I, but it's also because like you're thinking it. bag lady. I think part of this for me is just I may not culturally understand what gold tooth is if it's anything more than a literal gold tooth. 
Mm-hmm. Right. Well, maybe Amon can, or someone, I know. anyone in the comments, listeners can help figure out if there's anything else to this that we. I will say. say I understand that I have like just blind spots with you know when it were in regards to certain parts of you know other uh you know cultures and such so if there's if there's something that i'm missing i'm definitely open to learning and understanding so that maybe i could better understand but yeah okay well so let's talk about the other group of queens that we have so um this one is raja with the olivia newton john waters Mm mm-hmm Evie, who does the Cardi B. Arthur, <laughs> which was hilarious. Uh, the Vivian does Princess Diana Ross and Trinity does RuPaul Charles II. Yes. Who do you think was my number one? Oh, wait, is your number one out of this group? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Is and it- my, and my la- Once again, this group had my number one in my, in my last place. Is it Cardi B. Arthur? You better believe it's Cardi <laughs> B. Arthur. Evie freaking oddly I see Cardi B Arthur and the best part is she has kind of two looks right and even with her B Arthur look I got Cardi B out of it Mm -hmm. and with her Cardi B look because of like the more gray looking braids I still got aspects of b arthur i I don't know how she did this she constructed she did say that she constructed this entire look and that it's the hardest that she's ever worked on any look in her career i thought this was so stupid in the best of ways i was so entertained from the moment i read it this was amazing and she Mm -hmm. needed this because i did not like her first in her last runway as much as I loved this one uh, she was absolutely for me this was an amazing blend of two very different people I mean this is the one that first of all like got the biggest laugh from the panel and it's also one of the most absurd like who would expect to mix those two things together and that's where the humor comes from because it's just so shocking I will say I like the first like I almost wanted her to be because like what you said, I got both B. Arthur and Cardi B from the first look. I almost kind of wanted her to stay in that a little bit I longer. Agree. I agree. Because once she took it off, then it was like, oh, okay, now she is much more on the Cardi, Cardi B. B side. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if she felt like maybe the first look was too much B. Arthur. So she wanted to evenly mix the two. But I felt like the first look e- equally represented both. I agree with that assessment very much. Yeah. Yes. Okay, then who was your bottom look? I have to go with Raja. Raja, yeah. Well, that's because there's, I mean, I totally agree with the panel. There was no John Waters. I couldn't even see the mustache and I paused to try to <laughs> find it. <laughs> it's. It also was, I think that her problem was that she put it too close to the lip, which I know that is literally John Waters style. But if you're, everything else about you is a little big painted in the face. I think you just needed a little bit more mm. separation between the mustache and, and the lip. Um but also, if your entire rest of your outfit is just one thing, it goes back to the gold tooth fairy thing, right? Where I'm feeling like this is just Olivia Newton-John yes, with the John Waters mustache. So to me, even though this is great, I instantly knew she was Olivia Newton-John. That's not necessarily the only part of the assignment here. So I had to put her last here in terms of fulfilling the blending requirements. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also just felt like 
Yeah, it's drag, but it's not. Like, this just looks like a costume that you could put together for Halloween. Like, anybody could do this. I would love for someone like Raja to really drag it up in a way. And mm-hmm. I would expect that from her. Um, and I didn't really get that. Yeah, I didn't know why. I, I was like, oh, there's going to be a reveal or something, right? Because I just didn't get it. So it was definitely a little disappointing. I get what she yeah. was going for, but I just think it wasn't executed as well as it could have been. Agreed. I mean, she's still gorgeous. I, I love yeah, Raja. She's so stunning. She's just so stunning. Um, okay, I all right. I say yeah. the Vivian was number seven for me. Um, I just did not like this outfit at all. And it required her to act like princess die and then it was kind of like, weird it was yeah. weird it was weird it was like because she was obviously trying to do both mm-hmm. which i got but i i it again it felt like two separate things like yeah. it wasn't blended as well as maybe it could have i mean how do you do both right like i think that that's very challenging but that's almost part of the that's, that's part of it right yep and then the RuPaul, RuPaul, RuPaul Charles II, when Michelle was like, who is Charles II? I was like, you're going to read a queen for like Googling and using history. I thought it was really funny. I thought it was super camp. Was I really like what Trinity did. I know. I put her as number five. Um, so she was above Shay, Vivian, and Raja. Mm-hmm. But again, I don't know. Like, I... I think the concept is there. I think the execution is very campy and fun. I just think, I mean, at this point, it's just the hair is RuPaul. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, it's I, not I, even a RuPaul the- silhouette. If she had done a RuPaul silhouette with this, I would have been like, okay, there we go. Mm-hmm. I'm bored. It's tough to blend those two. Like, 100%. definitely. Um, I felt like it was, well, you know, Charles II, they all have like the powdered wigs and all of that kind of stuff, right? Is that mm-hmm. like a thing? So that's why I think I liked the concept. Because it was like, oh yeah, they would be totally garish and so over the top, very camp anyway. So it kind of fits with the whole RuPaul theme of it all. But when she walked out and the judges were like, ooh, like, mm, you're going to do RuPaul? Mm. <laughs> it better be good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I wasn't disappointed by this in in any capacity i thought it was definitely unique but i also i also love the time out she goes he was a dandy whatever that means (laughs) i just have this mental image of her like reading his wikipedia page and then right recording in the (laughs) confessional her (laughs) voiceover so good she's like looking at her phone like he was apparently a dandy okay dead um yeah oh, that's too funny okay let's get into our last category here I, I can't remember exactly what it was it was just like glamour vacation glamour it was um, this was the fortune something for, fortune for glamour i can't remember something there was like, like some name and i missed it like three times but so these were what the queens spun for when they mm-hmm. were on the wheel at the beginning of the episode so each of them were given essentially a color of materials which i thought was a really creative way to do something we've seen a million times which is you yeah. know here's a box full of something themed mm-hmm. and so the queens that we have again the the first four that we saw so jinx shay monet and jada oh my god when jada walked around the corner I was like, how did you do that? That's a, this ain't no this ain't no bag look. This ain't no Lana no. look here, okay? <laughs> when we're talking bags, right? Like this is stunning. 
I, I, I knew I called it last week. I was like, I think Jada, this is where we're going to yeah. see her rise. So happy for her. This is iconic. She says in Untuck that she even did like the covers for her boots. Um, so it's <laughs> like she, she did like look at all that. Like when she was talking about in the workroom having all those individual pieces, I don't know what I was expecting for it to look like. It was not this. No. And when she walked around the corner, I was like, wait, she made that? Like, yep. I saw the chains. I saw some of those pieces of fabric. Oh my God. Like this looks like something she bought in order to bring to this competition. I'm, I was thoroughly blown away. She, uh, was my number one mm-hmm. for this category. There's a very close number two. Um, Ooh, yes. But we I will think... get to that. Okay. Yeah. Um, cause it's not in this group. Yeah. Um, I, I felt like Shay also did incredible. Like this is a beautiful, gown uh wedding gown feel um i had shay as number four but the thing that to me that was the most interesting um was the boning of the court like the fact that she Mm -hmm. made that boning the corset like that was the most impressive to me but everything else was like okay we've seen wedding dresses that look like this on drag race before which is why it's not in the top three for me even though Mm -hmm. i know it takes a lot of skill um well, I think uh, if I can just comment on Shay, I think I, so first of all, I agree with you in terms of the the garment itself. I think mm-hmm. what helps to elevate it to the next level is the the way that she did the headpiece. Definitely. Yeah. And so that's I would give her some extra props for that. But mm-hmm. yeah, definitely for the dress. I mean, thinking about she did the other bridal look. Yeah. And I was also really gorgeous. So it's like you kind of almost have to outperform. And unfortunately for her, she had that exact same thought. She was like, well, I've already done bridal. And when you see white, you think bridal. And I don't want to do that. So I've done sketch after sketch after sketch. And so I think she did something that, I mean, frankly, almost landed her in the top. If you listen to Michelle, like she was one of the top two. So obviously it wasn't um, a misstep, but I think that it does sort of limit her a little bit with the fact that she got white and she's done a bridal look and the first look is almost white as well. (laughs) I also think too that in my opinion, she was not in the top half for the Vanna white or the before and after. So Mm. regardless that this is an impressive piece that she's put together, it wasn't going to be enough in with all those other factors that you just mentioned to make her a top two queen. Mm -hmm. I I think that that that's what was holding her back uh, um, here. Um, who do you think was my bottom? Oh no, I don't know. Is it in this group? I assume. Yeah, it's in this group. it, it Jinx? was Jinx. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay. So when Jinx first had the look in the uh, workroom and pulls away, it's like I hate this. I was like, me too. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have a consensus. Yes, Jinx. We all, we all agree. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I felt bad for Jinx. I do feel like <laughs> there's a portion of me that's like, girl, learn one silhouette that you could put together for yourself and feel confident with it. Maybe this is it. Right. <laughs> and I think it is. But ha- know how to do that. in like the Vivian's dress, which we will get to. Yep is not rocket science. It is, I know how to make this silhouette. This is my dress. I'm not going to take a a risk, right? And because no one's going home or anything like that, it's Mm -hmm. really not bad. 
in any mm-hmm. capacity. Like she, this is actually much better than I thought it was going to look like when it was on the mannequin. Um, and I do think a lot of that has to do with Trinity's influence. I feel like if Jinx had just been left to her own devices, <laughs> I, I don't know what we, it wouldn't have been this. Cause I think she was just going to rip it up, but I, I actually do like the braiding of the, of the fabric. I like that she make those, made those little appliques, um, that she went for this kind of Grecian look. If she was going to go for the Grecian look, I wish she would have had flowing hair. Mm. And I don't know if I like the red with this, but one thing I do appreciate with her is that she always will not always but most of the time we'll wear red hair even with colors that quote-unquote clash with it because i do think that's an empowering statement to make um and so it's not that i think it looks bad i just wish that she had had like flowing like curled locks uh to go for that fully kind of grecian look maybe she had gotten a prop of like grapes or something like that Mm. um i think that something like that that's also purple that could have gone with it would have been just an interesting kind of look for it but Mm -hmm. Um, I think to her credit, at least she was self-aware enough to be like, look, is this the best? No. Is it community theater level like worthy? Maybe. (laughs) And so for that, I I just it's Jinx has such a uh, charismatic personality that you almost kind of want to forgive her for all of that. But when you take a step back and actually just look at the damn thing, especially compared to some of the other queens like Shay and and Jada, it's like, yeah, okay, this was this not exactly top tier. I love she was giving me tea a coffee vibes of oh, how yeah. she was describing she was like this is a garment that I have draped <laughs> on my body. <laughs> it is adequate. Yes. <laughs> like I was like, okay, this is great. Um oh but God. I also want to do give her props for giving Trinity immediate credit on the runway. Um mm-hmm. and then also saying Watch out, everyone. This is the one thing I'm ne- like, I'm not that good at, which um, I don't know strategically, which we can get to if that makes the most sense to do in the moment. Mm-hmm. But OK, go for it, girl. Yeah. Um. OK, so let's finish talking about Monet's look. Here's what I will say. Those pants. Oh, my God. I love them. I think the pants look absolutely stunning. Yeah. But when she walked out the top, not the sleeves, the top, like, uh, I don't know what you want to call it. The top, like crop top was weird i don't mm-hmm. know if it was it felt like stiff i don't know what it's made out of i don't know either it looks like it's made out of like a blue tarp that you know what i mean but it's green uh, like it mm-hmm. looks like that material but i know it's not mm-hmm. um the pants were everything i we already know on the show pants mm-hmm. are tough to make so when she pulled this up, and i think she looks stunning i yes. love that color hair on her i love green on her she looks so beautiful with the gold um both earrings and shoes and the bracelets and everything that was all beautiful mm-hmm. was it as impressive as some of the other queens outfits no but i agree with you there's something about the top it's not that it's ill-fitting it just moves in such a weird way that mm-hmm. it, it's distracting so for that reason i put her as my number six look okay yeah that's fair let's talk about the last group okay so let me just okay wait okay who is your close top two mm, 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 mm. do you think you know mm. Is it Raja? You better believe it's Raja. Ah, when Raja, Raja walked Raja. around the corner, oh my god! I because we saw her making those loops in the mm-hmm. uh, workroom, and she got gold first of all, which like, oh, amazing! Yes. When, oh my gosh, 
I was obsessed with the scepter and the crown as well. And those giant sleeves. I could not get enough of this look. I thought it was just so incredibly stunning. It's incredible. The only thing I don't like about it is where the top poofy portion meets the um, the skirt. It mm-hmm. looks just kind of plain. Um, I wish it had been maybe there was some kind of illusion to bring it in a little bit, mm-hmm. or if there was some kind of border or something around it. And maybe it doesn't need that. Maybe I'm just being too particular. The moment she got gold, I was like, oh. That is her power color. <laughs> I know. That is her power color. I only ever want to see Raja in gold. It is so beautiful. I, oh, uh, she almost made me forget about Jada, who was right before her, which is really saying something. But I could not help but the entire time be like, mm, I really like Jada's look, though. So Raja was absolutely, I think if she had done a better John Waters portion of the Olivia Newton-John look, she would have easily been in the top two. Mm-hmm. Easily. I, I I completely agree. I just feel like it was that middle look that just really did her in. And I uh, I wanted this for her so bad. And it sucks because it's like one look, but at the same time, that's also 33% of what you're doing. So definitely, it needs to matter. Now, yeah. Trinity, I will say, is the other queen, I think that, I mean, obviously, she ends up in the top two. So, duh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the whole conversation about how she got the cutout so even. She was like, "I think there's math involved." <laughs> I assume she just folded it in half or something, and then yeah, just wouldn't cut she it just have done? I, that's that. what I figure, and I'm not a seamstress. Yeah. Um, I mean, Trinity was a close number three. I felt like mm-hmm. Cheda, Raja, and Trinity were in a, a league of their own. Mm. Um, and it was, they, they, it was beautiful. I think, I think that's the thing is like Vivian. So the Vivian's look, I think is, oh my God, it's so gorgeous. This yes. looks like something she bought. Mm-hmm. But when I put it next to Raja's look, for example, I just, I, as stunning as it is, I'm just like, I'm sorry. I think in terms of the, the dramatic fashion of it all, Raja mm-hmm. obviously stands out. And in the same way, I think Trinity and Jada stand out a little bit more. And that sucks because I feel like it shouldn't take away. I mean, she looks so freaking She looks gorgeous. stunning. She, for somebody who doesn't wear blue, this is her color. She you looks should wear so blue. good. Yeah, also, so blue is my favorite color, specifically that color blue. So I'm sitting back and I'm like, you should wear it more often. Yes, yes. And the way that she did the fascinator in her hair and just everything about this is, I think, so stunning. But everybody's stunning, right? So that's where you're looking for someone to go that extra mile. That's why, even though she looks stunning, she's actually my number seven. Yeah. All the way down there because I felt like there's something to Monet's that showed more effort and difference and something that you would normally see somebody construct. This is a Bianca Del Rio gown that Bianca made over and over and over, right? Not the boat neck. (laughs) This is the boat neck Bianca Del Rio look. And it's gorgeous. The fascinator, gorgeous. I, and I do want to take a step back. Last week, I, I kind of, I didn't pan her, her red pleather look. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't as enthusiastic about it. It then haunted me for the rest of the week. And it like, I want to like correct myself. That was definitely one of the top looks of last week. Mm. This is a gorgeous look. But 
even though Evie's, for example, is not something I kind of get. I get that there's so much more to it that's interesting to look at and that it makes me want to look at it more and find new things. And, oh, that's interesting. How, why is that different? It's high editorial. It's punk. It's different. I don't get that with the Vivian. I get, oh, this is a gorgeous gown. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I actually really like Evie's. I know that you mm-hmm. said that it's maybe not one of your favorites, but I think, um, you know, she talked about, oh, pink it. Oh, it's that like frilly, you know, very, extremely feminine color. And right. I think for her to do something that is still very drapey and feminine, but then also sort of spooky, like in its own way, but all, with, I mean, there's no black on this look, right? No, to do not it at all. all with pink. I I thought it's so cool. And the neckline, I think, is also really interesting to me. I thought it was really interesting. I love the like strips of like pink going up the legs as Mm -hmm. well. Um, I love the the bold pink shoe with the like, I can't tell if it's a necklace or if it connects at the ears. Like, that's what I think is so interesting. But like, there's so many things that every time I look at it, I catch something different that she's done with it that you would not expect out of a millennial pink outfit. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. what I think is so interesting. So I put her as my number five. Mm-hmm. Um, I really felt like this was really, I, honestly, this was like one of the best balls, if not the best ball of all time. I feel like it just, in terms of the constructed looks, when Jinx look is the, the worst for mm-hmm. me and it's still like on a normal season would be more than safe like passable like and that's a queen who's not used to that i mean they did a such a great job mm-hmm. no i mean this season is giving <laughs> it, it really just is. is and we're gonna see i mean we're really gonna run the gamut so we've seen or gambit how do you say it run the gambit is that gambit, the thing? gambit? Yep. okay so we have had first episode was write your own verse, perform. Second episode, snatch game. Third episode, ball. Fourth episode, acting improv challenge. That is every skill, essentially, that drag race tests, yep. right? I mean, maybe some marketing in there is what we're missing. But really, I mean, I after four episodes, I just... I don't know. I know. The only I don't other wanna, thing I'm, we're missing is like two choreographed queen groups, like versus one each other. Versus each other. <laughs> right. <laughs> we're thinking of written for funny. them. They just have to like, you know, perform it. <laughs> I'm right. I'm so here for this season. I'm I, loving it. Same. Okay. Well, look, we we have some strategy to talk about. So mm-hmm. Trinity and Jada are announced as the winners with the lip sync. Actually, let's talk about the lip sync first. So the okay. lip sync was green light. Baba Yance, which I wish Amon was here. Too. I know. I was sitting back and I was like, oh, too bad Amon can't come on because green light. Uh, but uh, Jada, the jacket with those pants, she knew what she was doing. That's the type of outfit that you absolutely move in. And the way, because it just accentu- accentuates every single movement. Stunning. She was so gorgeous. Like, is for all the funny little things that Trinity was doing, I, I couldn't give a shit. I was I just looking at Jada, which was impressive because so much of the time Jada was in the background 
in comparison. So like normally you want to uh, literally upstage them. And I'm mm-hmm. like, no, move out of the way, Trinity. I'm, I'm trying to look at Jada. <laughs> Jada looks so good right now. <laughs> so I, I completely agree. I think, you know, ultimately, obviously, Jada is announced as the winner of overall winner of this challenge. And it just makes me so nervous for Trinity for the lip sync because we know that there's going to be a lip sync smackdown at the the end and now mm-hmm. this is her second lip sync right yeah. she's lost both mm, just a little just put, putting that out there putting that out there <clears throat> i mean she also lost in the first round of the first time exactly there was- <laughs> yes exactly that on top of it and yeah. as you mentioned when we did our instagram live the person that she beat when she had to lip sync in season nine was charlie high so <laughs> charlie do something here's the thing she's and the thing, she's like not a bad lip synker. Oh, totally agree. She actually has moves and like, you know, like, I mean, the way that she beat Charlie Hydes, if Charlie was actually trying in that mm-hmm. lip sync, she still would have like smacked the crap out of her. because She was pounding the ground. She was doing flip. I mean, she really, she can dance. She can do things. But there's something to be said about connecting with the song. And I think what she was trying to do is like, a similar to like what Ben De La Creme did in All Stars 3 where like Ben was like I'm just gonna if I don't feel like I fit the aesthetic of the song I'm gonna just be campy and funny about it even if the other queen's not and that didn't always pay off for Ben and I just think that that's like what Trinity was doing here um when I think Beyonce I don't necessarily immediately think Trinity t- uh, the tuck um so I think that that's it just depends on the song, to be honest with you. It depends on the artist. It depends on the feel. So, right. I mean, we'll that's see. the thing is that she does another com like comedy, which isn't bad, right? But no. it just sometimes when you're kind of missing, like you said, that connection to the song, then it can come yeah. across as just not fully meshing together. Exactly. Okay, so Jada wins, and Jada blocks Jinx. Which ultimately, knowing the fact that we are going into an acting improv challenge, was probably a really great call from Jada. A hundred percent. And after all the strategy that we were just talking about, in addition to like, I really genuinely think Monet not getting blocked and and Shay getting blocked in her stead is like the best thing that possibly could have happened. Because I called it. I said I think that if Monet isn't seen as this big powerhouse after the construction challenge. She's just going to like fade into the background. But I think her undoing is the fact that she and Trinity are like not so quietly strategizing now. Yes. Okay. So in this episode, we get to see a whole bunch of Alliance talk. So Trinity and Monet, obviously they have the twinning Alliance or twinsies Alliance or whatever they're calling themselves. So they're like, Oh, we need to bring in more people. So they go to Jinx. Jinx shuts them down. They go to Shay. Shay doesn't quite necessarily shut them down. But then when Jada comes up, like so openly talking about everything, I was like, y'all have never seen a strategy show. This is why Monet is doing what she's doing. Y'all don't know what's going on. Even Jada was like, yeah, this hurts my brain. (laughs) I can't think of strategy right now. I feel like Shay was open to aligning with Trinity, but not Monet until Monet gets blocked. Yes. And I don't blame her. She's thinking exactly the way she should be. 
I don't know. I kind of, and also by outing that alliance that you haven't committed yourself to, to Jada, Mm -hmm. who then wins this. I don't know. It just would have been really fascinating. I, I think Shay actually put herself into a powerful position that she needed to have, because I think that she's going to be like, I feel like she and Jinx are going to be the two people that are consistently blocked or in a uh, Trinity. I feel like they're, mm-hmm. they're the top three that are probably going to be more consistently blocked. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would agree with that as well. So, I mean, right now we still have one point. I mean, the most points that anybody has is one across mm-hmm. the board. Right. So we have Jada with a point, Jinx with a point, Monet with a point, Shay with a point, Trinity with a point. Mm-hmm. So to me, Evie will never be blocked. The Vivian will never be blocked and Raja will never be blocked, at least until they earn a point. Like they will not be in contention. So my assumption is, is that they're going to kind of like jump around who's going to be blocked. Yeah. So I totally get what Monet is going for because she's one of those queens that could potentially fall. Like hasn't been blocked yet, but has a point. So it does make sense for her to do it. However, at the same time, if you're Shay, okay, sure. You've been blocked, but you care more about you not getting points. You only have to be in the top half. Like if you're Monet, then, or if you're any of these queens, just be in the top half. That's all you need, right? So if you can even keep, if you have Raja, the Vivian and Evie with zero, and you can keep them not getting points, right? You just have to be in the top four, but obviously they're not necessarily strategically thinking that way. And that's totally fair. Right. Nothing against mm-hmm. that. But the, str- the strategist in me was like, OK, so here's what you need to do. A group of four <laughs> yeah. work together, never block each other. So then that way you guys can just keep. And technically, you almost want the top four. Right. Or do you exclude the person who you think is going to be your biggest competition? Or do you think like, look, it doesn't matter. We all get to the lip sync. It's anybody's game. Once well, you that's lip sync. I'm sitting back and I'm thinking Monet smart for saying, let me align with people who I think I could be in a lip sync who are also people who are going to get stars so that they Mm. will be in the power to block people. That's a smart way to go about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's almost better. I think. Okay. I think it's sorry to cut you off. No, no, go for it. I need to say this before I forget. I think it's better for the people on the top, the four top people to really all just work together. Yeah. Because you need exactly like you said, you need the people who are going to win to be in your alliance. It doesn't mm-hmm. benefit you if the person you're aligned with is never going to have the opportunity to block anybody because then it's like, okay, well, what's the point? Yep. And then, yeah, so, okay. okay. I, ah! I think <laughs> you want the people who are going to win. You want to block the people who don't have a star. But at the same time, now that there's five queens that have a star... One of those five is not somebody that you want in your alliance. And how do you make that determine so early? So I don't think you do. So I think it's going to be interesting to see. So Jinx is blocked next week. She can't get another star, but she does still have the potential to win and win a lip sync. If mm-hmm. J- First of all, if Jinx wins the acting challenge, improv challenge, which I think she very well could do. If she wins that and doesn't get the legendary star, but gets the blocking power, Mm-hmm. I see her blocking Monet point blank. I think that she like is going to sit back and say, I don't like the strategy portion that you're doing. I'm going to block you. In which case, all of a sudden I could see 
Shay go, okay, now Monet has been blocked. I could see her being more willing to work in that capacity. So I think if there's going to be a final four or not Mm -hmm. a final four, but I think if there's going to be four that come together, it's going to be Jada, Shay, Trinity, and Monet. I don't think Jinx is going to be a part of that because I feel like Jinx is going to make the first move to go against it. And then I think that's what's going to happen. The only thing that could stop that is if Monet is also in the top two next week, which I could also see being a case. Yeah. I, Oh my God. I'm just sorry. I'm just thinking like, this is so fun. I'm having so much fun. Jada is the type of Alliance member. I'm just starting to like run through. Jada is the perfect alliance member that, like, if you can just tell her what to do, she'll do it. <laughs> yeah, she's just like, of course, you're excited to be a part of something. Strategy makes your head hurt. Why not have someone else do it for you that helps you totally. move forward in the game? Who's totally, saying go forward? You're going to get to the finals with us mm-hmm. and go from there. I think that I think that's a great position to be in. Yes, and also I think the fact that Trinity and Monet went to uh, the two other people who had stars in Shay and Jinx. Obviously, they're also thinking that like we need to align together because you're gonna probably get some more stars and probably right. you know uh, get that blocking opportunity. The the one other piece of strategy I want to talk about before we wrap up is the plunger little thing that Shay tried to do at the beginning. I'm so sorry. This is just like watching so many people lie in so many reality TV games. I was like, this is so bad, Shay. <laughs> it was so bad. But it was the, funny. It was cute. It was cute. It was so funny. And then Trinity being like, oh. Mm-mm-mm. Yes. And this is like classic improv. She's like, yes, yes. And <laughs> the way I would be not fooled after watching so many things, I'd be like, Okay. (laughs) But again, bless Jada for being like, no, they're being serious. They're being serious. Are they being serious? Are they being serious? Oh, that was so funny. Oh my God. Jada was just so funny this episode. I I was living. Yes. I was like, oh, I'm so happy. Her and Evie really are just like, for me, so entertaining. Uh, You know what I have to say? Good on the producers for giving quite an even spread of confessionals across the board regardless of maybe how well Mm -hmm. quote-unquote people are doing in the competition like we're seeing a lot of confessionals from each queen the only queen i feel like is a little under edited is the vivian right now Mm -hmm. but i'm hoping i'm I'm perpe- I'm going to be the messy person. I want everybody to win a star because I think it would just create more alliance drama as we go mm-hmm. on. I want the Vivian to win next week and I want Jinx to win because Jinx blocked. So I think that could be interesting. Okay, so we have 16, I think, according to the schedule. I think we have 16 total stars that can okay. be given out, but that assumes that no one's going to be blocked. So right. Obviously, I think we're going to get a couple like shaved off here or there. So that's 14 stars. So, I mean, three of them. You only need three for everybody to get a star. So, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm just so curious to see how this plays out. I'm really already know one star is gone. Oh that yeah, right. No. News, so. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Sorry. I mean, there's 16 new stars. So I was like, oh, well, okay, eight okay. episodes left. Gotcha. Eight times gotcha. two is 16. I thought. <gasps> I know. You know what? This is much simpler than drag math, I have to say. I know, right? This feels way easier. I don't know know what it is. 
Don't let the producers of Drag Race like redo the Common Core by any means. It's just going to be really hard and worse than what we thought before. New math. Yeah. New. Oh my God. Not new. New math. new math. New 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 math. Mm-hmm. Okay. In the words of Sally, new 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 new. Is there anything else from this episode that you want to talk about before we wrap things up? No, I mean, I. I liked that the first few episodes and we see this again here that it's all positive critiques and such, mm. but, and it's all kumbaya and untucked and that's nice. I would like a little bit more conflict, I would say, um, whether it's the judges maybe saying a negative critique where it's due, like the way that they're saying it is fine. Cause they are, it's not like they're not telling them anything negative, but they're like, mm-hmm. You know, we just didn't feel like you pushed through far enough with the Olivia Newton-John Waters illusion. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you could go in a little bit more about that if you wanted to. I I think it makes sense, like we t- talked about last week, but it would be nice to maybe have a little bit more conflict and it's not just sunshine and rainbows. Um, but other than that, I'm like, this season's just so good. I'm enjoying it so much. I know. I've seen so many memes that it's like, no one goes home in season 14. We're all upset. No one goes home in season all-star season seven. <laughs> we're all super happy. <laughs> Look, hypocritical, I know. Whatever. It's such a good point. But here's the thing. Season 14 was supposed to have people go home. Exactly. This was told, we were told from the beginning. And also these are winners. I want them yeah. to stick around. Look, the key is setting expectations. Okay. <laughs> we were set with the expectation that people would go home. No one went home. <laughs> it's like it, it it's like the whole like parenting thing. If you say something, yeah. follow through with it, or else none of us are gonna believe you anymore, right? Not even just parenting in right. general life. Set the expectation. You're gonna do this, do it. If you're not gonna do it, don't set the expectation. So right. but whatever. Anyway, oh, uh God. getting too much in the weeds. <laughs> Let's jump out here. So next week we will be back with the improv fairy tale justice show thing, which I'm super excited about. Yeah. Unfortunately, I am going to be presenting science. So I will be at a conference. Uh, I'm not going to be here, but don't worry because Beth and Amon will have you covered. I think you guys are recording on Sunday. So we are going to be releasing it um, on Sunday. And then I will be back the week after that. So I like that. Here's what you should do is you should get up there and just present all the looks so far from Drag Race. And then when they're like, what does this have to do with science? You can be like listen my talk is on friday the episode will be out by the time i give my talk so i can be like thank you all for coming yas queen briefly i just want to mention my fave look they're all just gonna look at me like what the fuck you'll be like all right work good job queen oh my god it's so okay i put on all my like work like very professional outfit for the conference. And I was like, I'm cosplaying. <laughs> I'm cosplaying as an adult. I'm, you know, I feel like that now that I work from home all the time, mm-hmm. I'm like, when I have to actually go to a work event or like wear a suit, mm-hmm. I'm like, <gasps> this isn't sweatpants. I'm trying, <laughs> I'm dressing up. Good time. So yes, I'm doing um science executive realness this week. But <laughs> it'll be fine. I love it. All right, let's get out of here. Beth, where can people find you on social media and what do you have going on? You can find me at AugustaWind11 on all my social media accounts. Um, this Tuesday 
is the concert at Carnegie Hall. So that is what I'm mostly looking forward to right yeah. now. Um, so that's exciting. And then um, Hot Mess Moments coming back in June. Very excited to get behind the scenes with Ape Dylan um, as we will bring you the messiest, queerest, stupidest podcast ever. So come check us out there. Um, and then My Weekly Meltdown. Um, I don't know if I'm going to do much of the Big Brother coverage this summer. I feel like I need a little bit of a mental break from i, I think mm -hmm. this will be the the perfect amount of strategy that i want to like look forward to this summer exactly so uh but they will be covering it so come check us out when i'm on there occasionally as well okay and you can find me on twitter at liana rhap i am done with the mass singer haha -ha! and soon i will be done with survivor mike bloom and i are getting gonna be getting together with ali lasher and are you in for a treat because we are playing a game this week conceived and the child of our very own beth dixon beth oh. came up with this idea to uh, cast i guess i don't know it's like what survivor player is most like this drag queen mm -hmm. we are going to be doing the queens of all stars season seven so even well i guess if you're a survivor and a drag race fan this is the crossover that everyone has been waiting for so we're going to be getting into all of that i have the results pulled up right now i'm looking through it it is a mess. I cannot <laughs> wait to get into all of that. So that a podcast we're actually recording right after this in Liana time. Yeah. So it should be out soon and uh, you can take a listen. And other than that, Drag Race is, uh, you know, that's my jam for the summer. I'm sure I'll be on some Big Brother coverage when it comes around. But like Beth, you know, a little bit of a break sometimes is needed. Necessary. <laughs> so I'm I'm all about that. But that does it for us here today. So we're going to go ahead and close things out. Thank you to Scott St. Pierre for all your help behind the scenes. If you want to leave your ratings and reviews for us, that is super, super, super helpful, especially at the beginning of a season. So you can go ahead and go on over to robhasawebsite.com slash drag race and leave your rating and review for us. Again, super helpful. That does it for us. So we, or Beth and Amon, will talk to you all soon. Bye. Bye.